Shadow dancing, baby you do it right, give me more, drag me across the floor shadow dancing Elton John. There is joy in the unencumbered flight coupled with fear in the inability to control movement, to twist and turn with the whims of the breeze. It's sex on the border between relationship and breaking up. A strong gust could propel him into the current slicing between the buildings carrying him anywhere in the city even over the lake before depositing him. Can shadows swim? Can shadows feel the chill of icy water? Can they be chilled to their bones if they don't have bones? Swim. That's it. Swim through the air. Biley flails in sad freestyle form. The air gives no purchase. He wobbles like a butterfly with a broken wing but moves nowhere. The same with back and breast strokes and the abomination called butterfly stroke. Nothing. He floats randomly, buoyed by the breezes, concerned he has no control over his destination. What can I do? I can enjoy the touch of the breeze. The delicious gusts tickle as they pass right through his body as water through a sieve. For the moment, he abandons trying to direct his movement and choosing to float. I do have a nice overview of the plaza, the kids sliding down the shit brown Picasso, people enjoying the sun. This not moving will soon become difficult. The fickle city wind changes direction shifting bileys in the direction of the tree. The rustling leaves sing the story of river water dancing over partially submerged rocks reminding him of a day lifetimes ago. It was a scorching hot August day when he sat beneath a cottonwood in Joshua Tree National Monument washing his soul in the babbling brook created when winds gusted through the green and silvery leaves. Had he not realized early on the bubbling water sound was wind dancing with leaves, he would have burned energy seeking the desert mirage. A leaf shadow scrapes against him. There are more scratches. It feels like sandpaper. He moves slightly with each scrape. What the hell? He reaches toward a leaf shadow and, pressing gently, is able to generate friction. He presses and pulls the leaf shadows, again and again, using the frictional force like a rope and, hand over hand pulls himself toward the tree. Once in the tree shadow, he finds purchase and works his way to standing. He enjoys this moment of stasis, of not being subject to the wind's whims. Now, how do I reunite with my body? His eyes scan the shadow network. There is not contiguous shadow causeway between him and his body. How to bridge the swaths of shadowless sunshine? Will the sunshine obliterate him if he crosses into its realm? It didn't when he was overhead but had no control over his movement. He can wait until the sun drops low and the buildings cast long shadows. By then, his body will have moved on, shadowless. Waiting until dark probably won't work because darkness is not shadows. He formulates a plan to cross the concrete ocean and reattach to his three-dimensional physical form. And the plan is? Hope in a prayer. Hope he can generate enough momentum to fly through the sun spaces and pray the wind does not gust sending him to never, never land. Step 1 Move to the flower box. There is a growing shadow on the east side connecting to the leaf shadows when the tree bends during strong gusts. Timing is key. He tries to run but his feet slip and slide. It reminds him of trying to walk on an ice rink. Hockey. Biley flashes back to his hockey playing days and learning to skate. The skate blade digs into the ice allowing a strong push. Maybe that will work here. He pushes with the right foot and creates motion next, the left in acceleration. With some difficulty he moves into the flower box shadow then scoots around to the front where there is a sliver of shadow for stability. The next closest shadow is the woman at his table which requires traversing a sizable sun swath. After that, the final stage to body Biley will be easy because of the shadow beneath the table. Now, to cross the gap between shadow Biley and her. The gap feels much too broad to cross without the aid of any shadows. Even the tiny bird shadows, bigger than leaf shadows would help but the pigeons are avoiding him. They must be able to sense he is not a normal shadow. 
He tries to find a connected path even if he has to go far out of his way but people keep walking between them obscuring his view. People? There's the answer. Wait until a group walks between them and use their shadows to cross. He scans the crowd. A trio of women, too large, all dressed in skirt suits, probably lawyers returning to court at the Daily Center, are heading his way. Their shadow spread is wide. Fat bottom girls do make Biley's world go round. Their combined girth shadow should bridge the entire span from him to the woman at the table. If not, the slight gap shouldn't pose much of a problem. They stop and light up smokes. All three of them are smoking cigarettes. Aren't lawyers smart enough to know smoking is not only deadly but gross? I hope they eat some mints before facing a judge. I would hate to have to sit in front of them and smell their nasty-ass breath when they plead their cases. If I were a judge, I would be tempted to rule against them just because, grossness. Justice may be blind but it can smell. The three start walking toward Bailey again. The slender one breaks away still, just as he suspected, the chasm is filled, more than filled and he quickly skates across but trips over a crack and falls. He reaches out and grabs onto her leg so he doesn't carry into the wide open spaces. Her leg is stubbled with tiny hairs creating extra grip. Can she feel him? Probably, not but he can feel her. What an opportunity. He crawls his way up her leg, all the way to her head where he can leap to the umbrella underside, cross it, and drop onto physical Biley. He tries to jump but slips and slides down. He grabs onto her sweater, his nose buries in her neck. Damn. She smells tasty. To be continued.